You're listening to the Hindu Business Line's Field Notes podcast with T.R. Vivek. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of Field Notes, Hindu Business Line's weekly podcast on all things agribusiness. I'm your host, T.R. Vivek. India produces nearly 1.7 million tons of grapes every year. and maharashtra contributes nearly 70% of the output grape is a highly profitable crop for the farmers of the 1.7 million tons only a tiny fraction goes into wine making and wine grapes offer even better returns to the farmers it is estimated that grape farmers make anywhere between 40 to 80 rupees for every liter of wine consumed in comparison barley and wheat farmers earn just 12 rupees for a liter of beer and sugarcane farmers just 4 rupees for a liter of molasses based hard liquor to increase the income of grape farmers the maharashtra government last week allowed supermarkets with an area of more than 1000 square feet to uh, sell wine wine makers are obviously cheering and the move seems to have support from the farmers too but the opposition in maharashtra the bjp says that this would abet alcoholism is there indeed a big social cost that the government is overlooking in order to help the farmers and does it indeed help the farmers or merely the big wine makers to discuss all that we are joined today by jagdish holkar the president of all india wine producers association the apex body of wineries in india jagdish owns the nashik based flamingo wines and is an industry veteran hello and welcome to field notes jagdish hello yes thanks uh, jagdish have uh, wine makers like uh, you uh, started celebrating with champagne uh, with the government's decision yes 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 of course because uh, this is a good de- decision uh, uh, looking to the uh, marketing aspect of it and uh, we are very uh, happy that uh, the government has uh, taken a step that uh, to, which will uh, get support to the marketing and ultimately we can produce as, uh, the wine as much as we can we have uh, plenty of grapes and fruits uh, out of which we can able to make a good wine uh, um, which will be at par with the foreign wines uh, the known brands but the uh, the main hurdle was uh, we were not uh, supported uh, in marketing now this will open up the uh, door for marketing by uh, this uh, type of decision so wine will get sold in the super store and uh, definitely so uh, which will get available easily available to the end consumer so that's a good news right see obviously this is very good news for you uh, and wine lovers in maharashtra of course but how does it benefit the farmers of course uh, because uh, its backward linkage goes to the farmer so that is uh, uh, mainly the grapes yes and uh, fruits as well uh, so uh, the grape farmers will get benefited out of it because uh, uh, if we could look at the economics of the grape producing farmer for wine uh, so uh, uh, they are allowed to take the yield of 6 uh, to 8 tons per acre and uh, we offer uh, the rate per kg is uh, in between that lies in between 45 to 75 rupees per kg so if we could consider the average rate of 50 rupees per kg 
So it would be more than three lakh rupees, three and a half lakh rupees uh, per acre. So the farmer farmers are getting more than two point five to three lakh rupees per acre. So that is good amount of money, uh, and uh, which is considered as a assured source of income to the farmer because um, uh, it's a direct relation in between um, uh, farmer and the wine producing company. So uh, there is nothing to do with the market fluctuation. So he will be more assured out of uh, uh, his uh, sales, marketing, and all those things, and assured source of uh, income. If uh, the cost of production for one kg of grapes is let's say uh, ten rupees per kg, and if he is getting fifty rupees out of it, so forty rupees per kg is an assured income which farmers are getting. So uh, definitely uh, the. if the sales goes up definitely uh, it will be expansion towards the agriculture uh, it will be the expansion towards grape producing farmers uh, and uh, fruit producers as well now uh, india is a country which produce lot of uh, table grapes more uh, than 90 95% of the of the entire volume of the grape production goes towards the uh, uh table grapes and uh, um, out of a few grapes uh, we are making dried grapes uh, that is raisins and uh, the third area in our country is a wine and uh, again the grapes uh, the uh, ultimate uh, application of the grapes again that could be considered for making fruit fresh fruit juice out of it and some grapes in european countries they are also produced for spirit as well in konyak region the varieties like unibloc and colombard they are uh, mainly um, going for making uh, spirit out of it grape spirit and they are making konyak out of it so in our country the story is little different uh, but yes uh, the uh, it has to uh, divide into uh, uh portfolios of uh, grapes divided into uh, different areas which need to be explored and and the we have a lot of uh, potential to be uh, for wine business to grow in our country and so if you could uh, look at the entire scenario of the world the worldwide uh, if you Uh, take a example of France, Italy, Spain, Portugal, Australia, US. These are the main uh, wine producing countries. I can tell you in Italy, uh, which is a very smaller than Maharashtra, population wise, area wise even, and the uh, grape cultivation for wine business, uh, the entire uh, grapes get crushed for wine, and the area is. Uh, Seventeen lakh, one point seven million acres only in Italy. So we are producing only four hundred thousand acres in our country, the entire country. So, and ninety-five more than ninety-five percent of the grapes uh, are uh, got crushed uh, for wine. The story is completely reverse here. So the India India is a uh, we are one point three to one point four billion people, 
and um, uh, we will be uh, having very captive consumption of the wine and the entire eye of the uh, world is looking towards our market and uh, certainly we we should have to take a steps to get stabilized before the worldwide comes to our market and once we get stabilized out of our business we will be ready to fight the entire worldwide right jagdish so help us understand uh, wine makers relationship with farmers how, how do they work with them uh, is is it on the basis of contract farming uh, do you do you, uh, have assured procurement from these farmers and also help them with specific kind of varieties that you need to make specific kinds of wines yes many companies they uh, do have a contract with uh, so many farmers and uh, Uh, as per their requirement varietal requirement uh, uh, they get it into contract with the farmers for a certain uh, kind of a varietals uh, the mainly the wine uh, are basically a white wine and red wine so uh, there are so many varietals in white wine so many varietals in red wine like uh, we have a, in white wine we have chenin blanc sauvignon blanc viognier and muscat chardonnay we have in red we have a shiraz cabernet sauvignon we have a gin pendel like there so many kind of varietals are there so we are now trying to bring in this country in our country so many varietals of the country noble wine varietals which is acknowledged by the world and uh, famous uh, classic varieties we are trying to import the plants and are trying to uh, uh, adopt these uh, in our soil and uh, we could uh, we will be able to then uh, make a good wine out of it and uh, many trials are going on it's a part of uh, viticultural research and uh, development so we are trying to do so many things out of it because see basically there is a, a, a little difference in between uh, uh, table grapes and wine grapes wine grapes are uh, we need more juice juice out of uh, the berry grape berries and uh, uh, less pulp and the wine grapes grapes are little seeded and the characters are different they are uh, the bricks goes up to 23 to 24 and uh, uh, there there is a good balance of acidity and sugar uh, within the wine grapes so there, that's a little different story and uh, we need to expand the uh, area in viticulture so we have a, we have a now quite familiar with the viticultural practices uh, uh, looking towards the wine making and uh, yes the story how, how how do you expand the area of viticulture right now uh, if i'm not wrong most of uh, the wine grape production is concentrated in the nashik pune region yeah. uh, does the uh, climate uh, climatic condition of maharashtra or other parts of india support the growth of uh, the kind of grapes that you need for wine yes uh... Uh, we have uh, identified certain areas like nashik pune those are uh, famous since uh, the long time uh, sangli um, the entire maharashtra and uh, a few pockets are there in karnataka few are there in andhra there is a, 
uh, one pocket in Tamil Nadu as well. Uh, the grapes are grown in India is Mizoram as well. So, um, and some part of Himachal Pradesh and uh, Putilchop of uh, uh, Himalayas also. So, uh, yes, uh, we, 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 have, uh, we are very keen on it and uh, uh, we, we are trying to identify the uh, terroir, uh, uh, terroir where the microclimatic conditions are well suitable and uh, the grapes will get easily adopted and uh, certain po new pockets will come up. Uh, certainly, and uh, we will be having geographical indication to support Umbrella brand and all those stories. Uh, these will come little later. But yes, uh, in few pockets uh, where the climatic condition, microclimatic condition uh, will get identified and uh, certainly out of our viticultural research, uh, we will adopt those pockets and uh, certainly uh, um, there will be a new areas for um, uh, wine making. See, there are two types of wine actually. Wine is made in the farm itself. That is the first wine is VINE wine. Mm -hmm. And VINE wine is a, a grape plant, which is called wine. Actually, uh, and then uh, out of VINE wine, we uh, get the WINE wine. So, uh, the many people think that older the wine, better the quality. And uh, um, I would like to share older the wine, better the quality is first applicable for VINE wine. Mm -hmm. The older the wine um, plant, if it is 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, uh, they, they gives a good fruit out of it. Okay. And out of good fruits, we get a good wine. And then further, uh, the wine will get matured uh, in the oak cask and uh, for several years. And uh, we keep it in a bottle for hundreds of years, uh, more than, uh, yes. So older the wine, better the quality. We'll get out, out of uh, such a thing. So, But the wine is grown mostly in the farm itself. So 70, 80% of the uh, different varieties uh, that um, those wines um, gives a different taste from the different region, different soils, different terroir. Mm -hmm. So that is, that is the beauty of wine. So actually it comes from soil. Right. Like can in a state like Maharashtra, uh, can uh, grapes replace sugarcane? And can that be a long-term strategy given the various kinds of problems that we have in the sugar economy? Uh, is this both a economically and environmentally sustainable alternative? Should we look in terms of uh, as a long-term goal to replace a lot of sugarcane with, uh, with, with uh, things like grapes? Certainly, uh... Sugarcane, uh, see, sugarcane is a sugarcane. That is a, another area. But uh, I don't think uh, we should not uh, uh, discuss it will get replaced. But uh, the of course, now there is a potential for uh, sugarcane as well. Because now uh, we, we are getting spirit out of sugarcane and those spirit will convert into ethanol. And the ethanol will... Um, uh, get mixed up in the petrol. So that is a, another area opened up. 
now the uh, the spirit largely which we have been producing many years out of sugarcane juice and molasses uh, that has been shifted to um, mixing in a petrol as ethanol mm -hmm. so uh, that is another area for farmers but uh, the entire fruit story is a little different so mm -hmm. now uh, actually making wine out of indian tropical fruit is a very ancient and old story the people many in many pockets like in kurg uh, in south karnataka like in uh, northeast states uh, like in uh, some part of uh, himachal pradesh as well and in uh, many families in goa uh, in pondicherry they are making uh, traditionally homemade wines out of so many uh, indian tropical fruits not just grapes and it's a old story now the question is now we are all india wine producers association has taken up to convert into a commercial production so now we have to take it up and uh, give the um, to ship it up and uh, bring it to the uh, portfolio of wine and uh, i'm sure the entire uh, world of wine uh, is for uh, the wine out of grapes but the india will be the country uh, believe me india will be the country uh, which will create a, a, a new thing uh, in the wine world and uh, the wine uh, uh, out of the indian tropical fruit will lead the world market mm -hmm. that is i'm quite sure about it because we are having a lot of trials out of uh, wine out of jamun wine out of pomegranate wine out of chiku wine out of star fruit wine out of mm -hmm. raspberry strawberry mango um, uh, so bitter lemon uh, and citrus fruit as well mm -hmm. so we have a lot of potential i am looking that uh, but we need uh, to have a, a trial on it so uh, i'm i'm thinking uh, that the agri universities they should come up with the uh, this kind of a research and uh, um, innovation uh, in the new products and uh, uh, this thing but we are also looking uh, to uh, put an umbrella of wine institute in this country and uh, the next uh, our uh, area will be uh, towards wine institute which will um, provide the support to the uh, uh, to the uh, wine manufacturing and uh, viticultural research marketing research establishment that will uh, everything will fall under right uh, jagdish this decision of the maharashtra government uh, how much does it increase the footprint of uh, shops available for wine sellers right now uh, it's those shops because maharashtra government is uh, it is uh, nothing like uh, the wine which will get sold <coughs> the grocery shop right the that's a um, fake narrative and uh, which has been spread in the society and which is not correct actually uh, the decision is wine uh, maharashtra government allows us to a uh, wine to get sold in the superstore and the condition is super should store should not be uh, uh, um, of an area less than 1000 square feet that is 100 uh, square meter uh, 
um, and in which uh, they allows uh, to provide us a 2.25 cubic uh, meter a, sing, a, a, a simple shelf in which shelf we can um, have uh, the one can have uh, wine uh, which is shelving shop e4 license so uh, the now the uh, superstore above 1000 square meters the they are um, limited in numbers and uh, actually uh, see wine is not a taboo but uh, the people are in our the people are gossiping and discussing about the wine as a liquor and wine is not a liquor it's a wine doesn't have taboo in the society worldwide uh, the people, European people looking towards wine as a part of their daily meal. So a glass uh, of a wine for female is a moderate consumption they consider and two glass uh, for male is a moderate consumption as they consider um, as a part of their uh, daily meal. So uh, of course, uh, alcohol content is there uh, if, uh, within a wine that is 12 to 14 percent. But that alcohol, but one should not look only uh, towards the alcohol. Alcohol is all time harmful, that is correct. But the wine, which is supported by 650 ingredients within it, out of within the wine juice, within the grape juice, within the fruit juice, and uh, it, it, it creates a lot of values because, uh, see, um, uh, so many compounds like uh, the uh, within the glass of wine within the uh, um, uh, uh, grape juice fruit juice uh, it is considered as an antioxidant a lot of um, uh, the um, strong antioxidants are there polyphenols are there mm. and uh, so many things are there that uh, um, that is working in the interest of the health of the people Right. So, sir, will it also um, give consumers a more dignified experience of uh, of buying wine? Uh, I don't know about Maharashtra, but in many other states like Tamil Nadu, going to a liquor outlet and and and, and buying uh, a bottle of wine is not a very pleasant experience, you know, uh, especially for women, you know, if they want to have a drink. So, does this make the uh, the process of buying wine more dignified? Yes, we will not say that uh, one should start uh, having wine and uh, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying the ability to ability to buy uh, wine if you if you want to consume even in moderate quantities, where you know you don't have to go to a government run liquor shop or you know where there is a lot of crowd. When the access is greater, you can probably you know pick up a bottle quietly and go home. Yes, so we are looking to project a model like a super wine should get uh, sold in the superstore. Uh, the women can go for groceries, their groceries and uh, um, um, other kind of a thing. And they can easily purchase uh, the bottle of wine. And the second area we are also trying to promote and uh, push it up, that is online purchase. Mm -hmm. So women should think because everything we are getting online. And uh, yes, uh, there is a uh, accountability in online purchase. Who is going to purchase? Uh, from where you are getting uh, your wine bottle? Where it is delivered? Through whom it is delivered? So there is a track. 
so we should not upgrade uh, of a uh, manipulation or malpractices out of it so uh, it's a very accountable and simple thing so government every government uh, should promote it and uh, if it is online purchase so uh, home delivery uh, so that is the best model you know you mentioned that wine has about what uh, 12 to 14% alcohol but it is still alcohol if the government wanted to uh, uh, further the interest of grape farmers or give grape farmers a boost i'm sure there could have been other ways found to help in terms of marketing of the fruit itself rather than incentivizing uh, or, or proliferating wine uh, you know through the corner stores I mean, there is some merit. I mean, there is a social cost attached so, to it. Because of a social cost, uh, see, uh, so for social cause, uh, if we restrict only on a social cause, that is different story. But see, ultimately, at the end of the day, the farmer uh, will get the value addition out of the processing. Right. And uh, only uh, uh, processing is a uh, is an area which uh, helps the uh, farmers. And in developed countries, uh, I'm always talking about it. In developed countries, uh, there is a huge diversification in agriculture, and uh, the numbers are less than ten percent. Uh, the people engaged in farming. And uh, out of this, uh, this ten percent less than ten percent population, what they produce out of uh, the entire agriculture produce, it goes seventy, eighty percent. It goes to the processing. But in our country, uh, many people they are dependent on agriculture, and we proudly say more than sixty percent um, people they are dependent on agriculture. I think um, that is a not. A, we should not feel proud because it breaks into. Uh, divide into a um, uh, lot of agriculture, the size of the farms uh, um, got shortened uh, because of uh, these. So uh, we don't have a scale farming right now in our country. We don't think even. Um, then uh, in uh, we remain only 4 to 5% uh, in agro-processing just now in our country. So if we could uh, target to reach to at least 20%, 25%, the entire agriculture production, which will get uh, towards processing and the farmers will get value addition out of it. And I'm sure they will get benefited out of it. So government has to think how we can support processing uh, the entire agri processing i mean not only i'm talking now uh, in the larger interest so but if you if we could look at the entire world story out of fruit processing the many of the fruit got processed for making jelly jams fruit juices and so many things but wine is at at the apex wine is at at the apex and the entire wine world is consuming a lot of wine. They appreciate it. And I can tell you, out of the total fruits grown in the world, 52% is only grapes. Out of total fruits, mm. the uh, grapes occupied 52% of the area, of the, um, the fruit got produced in, over the world. And 95% of those grapes 
will crush for wines. Um, has been crushed for wines. And so wine is appreciating um, every corner of the world, not every corner, mostly uh, in European countries, uh, American countries, um, Australia, New Zealand, uh, few pockets are there in the um, African continent, but wine is lacking in Asia. Hmm. And Asia is the biggest continent and we have a huge potential to grow. Are, are you are you are you uh, working with other state governments also to push them to introduce uh, a, a more liberal regime for wine? Yes, uh, yes, as in Maharashtra. Yes, we are all India Wine Producers Association. Not only for working for Maharashtra, we have started working, uh, making effort, hard effort to, with every uh, individual states now. Now, Maharashtra and Karnataka are uh, the main two uh, wine producing states. Um, and those two states are having uh, ample quantity of grapes. And now, but we have started uh, the story out of uh, making wine out of Indian tropical fruits. And uh, the story has got adapted by UP, uh, Madhya Pradesh, uh, West Bengal, Rajasthan, and Kerala. Mm -hmm. So uh, these uh, five states, uh, now they have come up with the wine policy right now. Already, it has been. Um, we have a wine policy for, uh, and uh, our bottom line is wine should uh, get flow freely across the country within the wine uh, Indian states. There should not be any interstate barriers within the Indian states for wine. Jagdish, what do you think is the potential of wine in India? How much do we sell, and how much do you think it can go up to if uh, progressive policies like this are pursued? We are targeting if we consume wine just per capita, one liter per person per annum, that is enough for us. Mm -hmm. Within the decade of a time, next decade, if we could reach one liter per person per annum, where now the wine consumption uh, in European countries is more than uh, 50 liters per person per annum. In China, I can tell you, China started when the India started consuming the wine. And China has reached one liter per person per annum. And China is also 1.4 billion people. So China has adopted it. Mm -hmm. And so the entire, see, there is a lot of potential uh, for tourism also. See, right. actually, frankly speaking, Wine is not a, a very uh, big industry. Wine is a very tiny industry, actually. The, the, the small farmers, uh, husband and wife in European countries I have seen, uh, they make this kind of a business. In France itself, uh, France is a, a small country and 27,000 wineries are there in France. So I'm thinking, say, we should come up with a first generation entrepreneur, farmers to become entrepreneur um, uh, out of uh, their uh, fruit processing for wine. And uh, of course, uh, the, the many farmers, they are lacking in marketing and we should, the government should think uh, uh, to put an umbrella for marketing there should be a common uh, marketing company which will support to the farmer uh, production 
and the marketing company like constellation brand constellation brand is a, one of the marketeers in the world world leader mm. uh, which is us based and they don't produce even a single drop of wine they market it so these kind of a models which need which we need to uh, adapt right on that note cheers jagdish for joining us uh, today on field notes and until we meet next week goodbye and god bless okay thank you thank you thank you